And just like that, Hidden Nation, welcome right back into the studio. It's Josh Carey here. It's your hidden entrepreneur. You're tuned right into 710 WOR, the voice of New York. And you know the deal. Anytime you want, day or night, all you got to do is download that free iHeartRadio app. And you can do so much with just that one app. For example, you can listen to the entire back catalog of this show and any podcast show you might be listening to right now or that you want to. There's literally hundreds of thousands of different shows waiting for you on the free iHeartRadio app. Just in time for the holidays, go check it out. Hidden Nation, we have a very, very inspiring show for you today. I'm joined by illustrator Kelsey Tone. She has illustrated not one, two, or three, but four of the Michael Dow Project Nurse Florence series. Now, I know what you're thinking. I've heard that before. Yes, you have. We've interviewed Michael Dow before, along with uh, some of his other illustrators. But today, Kelsey's going to bring us through four of her books that she's illustrated for the Nurse Florence. For those new to this series, you have to check this out. This is a medical health and wellness series specifically designed for young kids and children to help them understand these somewhat serious medical conditions. For example, the Nurse Florence, What is a Heart Attack book was illustrated by Kelsey. I'm going to bring her right into the program. First of all, Kelsey, so good to have you with us today. Thank you so much, Josh Carey, and thank you, Hidden Nation. I want to start with this one book. What is a heart attack? Uh, I'm looking at this here. Um, bring your, you currently have a six-year-old daughter that I know is at least part of the, the big inspiration for you getting involved in this. Tell us about your daughter. So when I was pregnant with her, we found out at 27 weeks that she had end-stage renal failure and her kidneys were not working. So we ended up going from Reno, Nevada to Palo Alto, Stanford, and getting admitted through her entire birth process. And it was just one of those things that wasn't genetic. She just didn't have the technology at the time or the ability to shunt her ureters from working and functioning. And the medical terminology at the time was way over my head. We had no experience with kidney failure or transplants with any family or friends. So we ended up getting admitted and she was born. We went through the NICU with Stanford, the PICU, the PACU. We saw lots of different kids going through similar issues and we waited on the donor list and she got a 30 year old kidney in 2020 and she is doing good now. She still has a um, port that we give her fluids at night to keep her fluid levels up. But we did at-home dialysis, my husband and I, for three years, waiting for her transplant. And that was anywhere from 14 to 23 hours a night on dialysis in a crib. So she's a trooper. Um, she had two big surgeries with that. She has two donors, one for a hip surgery that was a result for having no amniotic fluid while she was in utero. And then, of course, her kidney donor. Um, but my husband and I are very active with Donate Network and Donor Life, and we try to give back in ways that we can. And that's part of what got me into Michael Dow's series was all the medical and his idea and vision for helping parents and kids and people that don't necessarily have resources 
or you have little kids that don't understand what their siblings going through. He was able to take a vision and bring it down to their level so that if mom or dad or somebody they know that they love is going through something, well, now they have something to turn to that makes them comforted in some way. Yeah. I said you have illustrated four of these books so far. They are all multi-award winning. No surprise, really. But you were a middle school science teacher. You weren't even an artist. How in the world did you become an artist then? That was a big part of it because when I was admitted in the hospital, I was so far away from my element. And I'm used to being busy and creative and being around people and social. And I was locked away in a hospital bed and it was right before the lockdown of COVID. So I actually had a almost five-year lockdown of isolation. And in that time, I became good friends with the nurses (laughs) and they would come in my room and I was the only one up at night at weird hours, like with my bowl of Cheerios. Hi guys. And I got into art as a thank you for them. Um, I started drawing them each pictures. Anybody that had contact with my daughter, I made them a big picture. And um, I made children's book coloring pages for the child life people so they could give it to other patients because it's a, it's a hard environment being in there. And it's very, very serious. There's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes that you know, just brightening somebody's day in that little period of what they're going through, it makes all the difference in the world. And that was my way to kind of get me through what I was dealing with with stress and kind of try to brighten somebody else's day that was in that environment. Well, let's talk about getting through this 27 weeks into your pregnancy, you get this news Uh, and then, you know, years through that, how does somebody like you maintain or support your own mental health throughout all of this? Um, I am very lucky because I do have a huge support network, family and friends. And, you know, I have all the people in my corner and it does take a village, especially with a sick kid and somebody that, doesn't necessarily, I mean, her best friends growing up were adults. They were adult nurses. She didn't get to socialize with children like normal kids do until she was almost four. She didn't get to meet cousins. She didn't get to go to birthdays. She didn't have that normal regiment that, you know, here's, here's your first interactions. And she'd be like, hi, and now what, what do I do? So it's been a huge learning curve. Um, And just trying to be supportive of her because she's the one going through everything. I am just in her corner trying to help her understand, but, you know, seeing her do well, I'm thriving. So we kind of have gotten really close. We have a strong bond and we're thriving because of it. And there was moments that it's a pressure cooker. It's extremely stressful. Uh, my husband's a police sergeant. He was a deputy at the time. So he was traveling back and forth between Reno and Stanford every week. And he did that for almost three years. And there was periods of time that, you know, he missed out on seeing her milestones and her normal development. So he had his own role. We 
you know, grandparents that couldn't see her, they all were on the sidelines and technology, we FaceTimed and we had interactions, but I didn't get to physically pick her up until she was seven months old. Mm -hmm. And she was attached to cords and wires and you couldn't because she was on dialysis and her belly was full all the time. So it was just very, very independence for her. And she's still independent. <laughs> what is her, what is her life like today slash her mental awareness and capacity for life? So she is currently in kindergarten and she just graduated and then she went into first grade and it was hard because her school, a lot of her kids that she had interactions with, they ended up getting zoned for a new school. So she had to start over, but first grade's going well. She's running around. She's able to eat now. She's able to do a lot of the things that normal kids do, play. Um, she's gone to physical therapy. She had an open hip reduction surgery, rebuilt a hip socket with a second donor. And she, you'd never know. You'd never know that she was sick. You'd never know that just by looking at her that anything is going on, but she does struggle because there's lots and lots of scarring on her torso. So she knows that she is different in a way, but we celebrate differences, you know, and we look at it as this will make you stronger and any adversity that you may face, you're going to do better because of it. And we've never put her necessarily in a bubble. We want her to be socialized. We want her to have consequences like everybody else. We want her to have rewards like everybody else. So just keeping everything in perspective and knowing that socialization and these skills and building relationships, and she's very empathetic, especially with other peers and other people. Uh, she's the first one that'll, are you okay? <laughs> and she tries to mommy everybody. She tries to help everybody. So I definitely see her future actually being somewhere in healthcare. Have you... Have you embraced life in a way? Because you were a middle school science teacher. Is it correct to say that uh, a different road you would have been just going down the path of a middle school science teacher till your retirement? I, I think it's changed a lot in education. So there's always stress, but I did love teaching. I loved being in front of kids all the time and I loved having those relationships. I love being and helping and being a teacher. That's the most important job you have because you're shaping them. You know, everything that you say, you're impacting them. They take home and they take it to heart. You know, it's different when you're a parent because they're like, oh, someone else knows better. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I probably would have gone down that road and probably would have stayed teaching and it changed everything, but I was given an ultimatum, you know, what do you, what do you do tomorrow when what you love is taken away and it's, you have to figure it out. What are you going to do? You could either shut down and be sad for the cards you were dealt, or you can just change your perspective, change your outlook and figure something out with the resources that you have. And luckily in our current day and age, technology is advancing so fast that you don't necessarily have to work in a classroom or in an office setting or leave your home. You have the ability to work from home and utilize those resources and skills. And I've learned a lot of programs. I've had to learn a, a steep learning curve 
between art and between digital art and between all the Photoshop series. I'm learning nine programs right now, currently. I'm learning animation. So it's, it's sink or swim. And at the end of the day, it comes down to the person and their limitations that they put on themselves. Well, you clearly don't seem to show any of them inside and out. It's absolutely extraordinary to see. And you you almost like by by just cosmic synergy, you saw a post that Michael Dow uh, had for an illustrator. You uh, connected, you got involved with this. You already had started drawing. So you're going down this path. You're not slowing down for anything. Tell me about the Dunbar Five project you're working on. So I am partnered with a software engineer, Aperna Edlaka, and currently she works in the Bay Area under Cisco. But together we've gotten this idea for animated kids series, and it's an education classroom setting. So I haven't lost my teaching some way, and we go through science and social studies adventures. Um, we're going to have interactive songs. I have done 2D animation puppets that I've learned how to make. And we're going to have our own YouTube channel. We're releasing our own 2D animation. And then we're going to have physical products. So you have things like the Misfit Magnet, and it's going to be on magnetism. You're going to have a children's book for the concept. And then you're also going to have a matching interactive journal so that you don't have to buy them together. But if you get one piece, you're, let's say you're in class or you're at home and they're taking notes while well, now you have our app that'll hook to it and you have parts where they can fill out the information. They can go to a still frame picture, scan over with our app setting, and then my animations will come to life. And these characters are the basis of everything. The Dunbar five, it's five kids based on Robin Dunbar's theory that, you know, five best friends is what you have. But I decided to run with it and say, hey, what if we did this for little kids and had their best friendships and then they have pets and they have the theme song and all the thing is built on this town and they have headquarters and Arius is one of the characters that'll go through and he'll get like science quests and then he'll take a little subway and then it'll take him to black and white art town and he'll do his little missions on the side and it'll just be fun for kids and you know, who doesn't like pets and who doesn't like exploring with kids and having that perspective. So, well, you certainly do. It's incredible <laughs> to see these themes. Uh, the Nurse Florence series, you've illustrated four of them. Which four? I did How Do Our Fingernails Grow? That was my first one that ended up with a parent uh, choice award. And then I did What is a Heart Attack, which you mentioned that got an independent press award and it won the National Indie. And then I did what is polymicrogyria, which is a brain condition that my nephew had. And so there's not a lot of research on that one, but in his take, he had a good idea to kind of explore your resources. How do you take something medical that is very, very rare with not a lot of research? And how do you turn around and maybe train yourself better to find and seek out these resources and know what's credible research versus non-credible and so I really liked his take on that. I liked taking what he already knew on there and having those illustrations about, you know, the genetic makeup and it is a genetic condition and how the markers affect you and the characteristics, but then the unknown 
you know, everybody that faces some of these illnesses that Michael Dow has touched on, they don't react the same. Each patient is different. Each timeline is different. Um, each grief is different. And um, I did also the last one, which is what is pneumonia. So that one just got published and that one's going to be probably a really big wide concept one too, because how many people, kids, adults, in between juveniles, you have everybody that can face pneumonia. Pets have pneumonia. So a lot of these ones, it's nice to see, especially we did a book fair recently in Vegas. And a lot of these people that were going through and they were um, asking questions about Nurse Florence, they were like, hey, I know somebody who knows somebody that has this. And this is a very rare condition. And it'd be really cool to see that. And those are the ideas and questions that you know, you should touch on because it'd be really nice, especially coming from a parent going through this. It'd be nice to have something that at the time you're like, oh, hey, I have something physical that I can pull up and I can at least use it as a resource. So I can explain to the sibling what's going on or the best friend what's going on or a kid hears this and then it's not so scary. So... Hidden Nation, you see why I'm so excited to bring on people like Michael Dow and the illustrators of this Nurse Florence series. Uh, you know my story. I have a 10-year-old daughter, an 8-year-old son. They've become my everything. So just having this whole educational system with very real and sometimes serious circumstances that as adults, we don't always have the tools to impart on them. This is that tool. NurseFlorence.org is the uh is the website for all the books all the information we have kelsey tone who has joined us today illustrator of four of the books multiple award-winning a middle school science teacher turned artist when she was an adult i absolutely love this story i love everything about you kelsey uh best of luck to you and your family I'm a fan. Thank you for joining in. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you, Josh. And thank you, Hidden Nation. And there you go. NurseFlorence.org. Check it out. I know this is not the last you're going to hear from me about it. So go check it out and let me know what you think. We're going to do this again before too long. Thank you for spending your time tuning in. Until we do it again, take care. Be well. <laughs>